This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe. Interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the 101s of non-monogamy? Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way. Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to, to step on the landmines that a lot of us do, you yeah. know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know, how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it, um, you know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it. Yeah, so click below in the show notes. You'll find this link for that course. Check it out, guys. Bye. Bye. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code TSN at checkout. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us? They check out swingersociety.net, you create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy. That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net. Can't wait to see you there. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy and Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to be talking to you a little bit about lifestyle etiquette. We are. If Lacey wakes up. I'm sorry. I did yawn. Yawning. I did are you yawn. falling asleep on me? No. It's just been a long day. It's a boring subject. You don't want to talk about no, it? No, no. It's important. Let's it's talk an, about it. It's an important subject. It is. I think this is a good podcast to do. I agree. We, we get asked about uh, etiquette quite a bit, actually. We do, and we've never done a podcast on it, but it's definitely something. Uh, I think it's kind of more like learned in the lifestyle. You just kind of do it one way, and if that doesn't work, you kind of adjust and you kind of learn these things, but- if you're new to lifestyle, we can like give you some tips so you don't make the same mistakes that we made. Tips and tricks, yeah, for lifestyle etiquette. Uh, okay, I think the first thing to say uh, is we're yeah we're gonna go over some etiquette 101 and kind of some rules and kind of some generality. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what swingers do, the do's and don'ts of swinging, um, and kind of how not to be disrespectful or or piss somebody off. But yeah. um, I think we should kind of caveat that with. It's not the same everywhere. Correct. And it's not the same with every couple. Like we have some couples that we are very close with that some things that these don't apply, some others that we don't know. So maybe all of these apply. So it just kind of depends. Yeah. And I even even mean bigger than that. Like um, the way we handle interacting with each other maybe here in the United States might be different than like yeah true the Europeans handle it and I think even here in the south may be different than some of the there might be some different etiquette kind of yeah. things up north yeah. you know so I think this is you know this is kind of us in our experience and you know kind of what we've found to be the best ways of interacting with people in a respectful manner but I think it could vary very much by um, where you are in the world correct and and the groups and things like that yeah okay so now that that's out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to go over some general etiquette rules. Okay. Uh, and I think where we want to start is this is kind of where most swingers start, right? So if you've got this far and you know, you're on episode 80 or whatever our podcast, you've figured out at least you know where to go, how to meet couples. Um, and now you're probably thinking, okay, how do I 
you know, if you're thinking etiquette, how do I interact with people in this swinger lifestyle space, right? Um, and usually the first place you interact with people is on some kind of online platform. Yeah. All right. So what would you say are some good, I guess, rules of the road when interacting with lifestyle people on a, either online or via text or maybe on the Discord server? Um, do you have some some etiquette that you'd recommend to people there? Well, I think any kind of online, in any of those platforms, don't start with a dick pic. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, some people do. Some people are like very proud and they just like, they start with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like consent is important, even electronically. And I think you should always ask before you send anything, especially out the gate. Yeah. So kind of our our first rule that we have written down here in our notes is always treat people with respect. And I think that's kind of is exactly what you're saying, right? Is yeah. If you're respectful, of, if you're interacting with a couple and being respectful, shooting a dick pic right out the gate is probably not the most respectful. Correct. You have yeah. no idea what their rules are, what their boundaries are. Yeah. You haven't communicated with them. You, you don't know really anything about this couple. If you're leading off with a dick pic. I mean, it, listen. That's, it, to me, that's it, a disrespectful move. Yeah. It better be a damn good dick pic <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get past, yeah. you know, like a hello. But yeah, I totally agree. Be respectful. Yeah. And I, you know, I think the key to this, right, is if you can't be respectful to somebody on an online platform or while you're interacting with them on Discord or whether it be Discord or SLS or SwingerSociety.net, if you can't be respectful in that space, why would they ever trust you to to interact with them in in human right in, yeah. in real life and, no, I and agree. respect all the, you know their privacy their boundaries if you can't even show respect on a on an internet platform they're probably not going to take it to the next the next step with you mm-hmm. um, completely agree yeah and so I think that's key right so that you're kind of laying the groundwork with this couple um, for possible future interactions yeah um, okay another rule I have kind of written down here is engage both partners. Uh, That's I, very important. I think we've all encountered this. Uh, and, and, you know, and it does happen. I, th- I think, you know, some people well, will have different work schedules. Yeah, Sometimes I was about to say, not not always are both parts of a couple super active. Typically, in most relationships, one of them is probably like the person who finds couples or finds people and is probably more of the talker. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's pretty common. But you still want to try to engage the other person and make and one to make sure they're real, and two you want to show them that you're respectful of them as well and you're happy that they're a part of this as well. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I definitely do run like most of our platforms online, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you're messaging us on SLS or SDC or SwingerStudy.net, it's probably me that's responding yeah. to you or answering those messages. But I will say, once we get into a group chat situation. You tend to kind of lead those more. And I don't know if it's because I'm so busy with the business and everything that we got going depends. on. It just kind of depends. Sometimes if I'm like super engaged with the couple and if I'm, you know, I'll tend to do more too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just think I'm, you're one of those people that will wait till the end of the night and have like, mm-hmm. let's see how, you have 43 text messages on your <laughs> phone right now that you haven't opened. Right. So you're kind of that type of person that waits till the end of the night and then you'll respond to everybody where I kind of keep up with it throughout the day because Seeing 43 text messages on my phone stresses me out. So it's just a personality style. But I think it's important to keep both parties engaged, whether if you're a single person communicating with a couple or if you're a couple communicating with a couple. Yeah. And and I do think that whole, you know, what you're trying to do here is whether it's on one of these platforms or whether it's via text or, you know, some kind of group messaging app or something like that is you're feeling each other out to see if there's some type of connection. And if you want to take it to the next level, mm-hmm. if one party is absent from that, it's really hard to to make that connection or to get to a level of comfort where you're like, oh, yeah, I really want to meet these people. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I really want to meet these people. And it seems like Lacey and this dude are really hitting it off. But I have no idea who this chick is, yeah. if she's even real or if she yeah. even exists or if she's interested in me in any way, shape or form. Um, and so I think everybody kind of needs to feel some level of a connection in mm-hmm. that group space. So it's important that everybody interacts. I do know for me, until I meet you in person, I don't tend to message a ton mm-hmm. because it's just hard for me to feel a person out. Now, if we meet in person and we have like an amazing experience, I'm more like apt to respond quicker and like better just because 
I've seen you. I know you're real. I like you. You know, I mean, that's all part of that building that trust. Yeah. Yeah. But so leading up to it, I tend to not be super eager in responding. Right. But you need some interaction to figure out if you're even interested to meet them or not. Right. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So I I guess that's some etiquette for, for the online space. Uh, The next etiquette we're going to talk about is when you actually meet people in person, right? And and this could look different, right? It could be at a club. It could be at an event. And maybe it's you went out to coffee or dinner or met someplace public. Um, So when you're in that situation, what what are some kind of etiquette rules when you're meeting people in person? Females generally approach first. So like I would say, hello, how are you to both the female and the male? And you kind of lead like behind me. I guess like we say that like a lot of people think that men run the lifestyle, but really it's the wives. It's the it's the females. Um, so typically the women kind of lead off. Would you would you agree? No, I agree. Especially like in a club space. I think if there's like a hot couple across the room and like we're like, oh, go talk to them. It's generally less intimidating and more accepting. Mm-hmm. You'll notice, you know, and I've heard husbands, I've joked with husbands all the time. It's like, yeah, this is great. I just come to a club and my wife goes around and like finds people for us to hook up with. Yeah. Like, and But that's kind of, it, it, it often seems, works like that. It because, seems like a safe place. Like right. for me, especially like just in, um, an example of like last weekend, we were at Trapeze and one of um, the wives was like, hey, Lacey. My husband is really into you. Would you like to have, have sex with him? And I was like, absolutely. I would like to do that. But it like made me comfortable because she approached me. Like had he approached me, I would then, you know, went and checked with her. So she, we just kind of like skipped that step because she, it just seemed. Yeah. It's safer, less safer. intimidating. Yeah. You, it's you know, safer. everybody's on board. Yeah. 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 It definitely seems to work. It okay. does. Now saying that. It's not to say that guys cannot initiate Correct. contact. They do, yeah. Um, and even maybe if you're a single guy and you don't have a wife to go send out there you to find people to. for you to have sex with, um, you have to do that engagement. Um, what What is the etiquette for either a guy or a single guy when approaching couples? I think they should go to the husband first. How many times have I gotten left alone in a club? Like somebody went to the bathroom or, you know, everybody's dancing. I stepped off and like the men come swarming. That is not the way you do it. Um, If you are interested in a female and you're a male, you go to the husband. Like you have to earn his respect before you get to play with his wife. And I think especially single males forget that. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that 100%. Like the second the husband walks off, they like swarm in. And that is the opposite. Like that's a way to get told no immediately. Right. So if, you if you're a single male or even maybe a coupled male, if you're the one initiating contact, it's really you should initiate contact with the husband first mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know, my name's Dan. Um, I saw you and your wife from across the room. Your wife's gorgeous. I, you know, I'm, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Do you guys play with single male? You know, like that That's would be the perfect, appropriate yeah. way mm-hmm. to start that conversation. Not wait till the husband goes to the bathroom and then be like, hey, baby, I saw you across the room. You're hot. You're like, yeah. Then the husband comes walking back in and there's and it, like to me, if I saw you just if I came back and I see you with, uh, you know, maybe a single guy and I knew because I saw him in the club that he was a single guy, I would be like. What like brush fuck, him dude? off. Yeah. Like get out of here, dude. Mm-hmm. Like what are you doing? You know, like you know, that's kind of like that. Like you're saying that creepy. And it um, makes as a female, it makes me feel uncomfortable that you waited until my husband walked away to approach me. Like that doesn't give me like the warm and fuzzies. Like I get turned on by a man being a man. Like if a man walked up to you and shook your hand and was like, "Oh my god, your wife is gorgeous." Like that's a turn on for me. Yeah. Not like you're sneaky and you're gonna wait till my husband walks away. Yeah. But I think something to note is we're we're picking on the men a lot here, but this applies to both. We've had it happen the opposite Correct. way. Correct. You're right. I'm glad you said that because we've had that where um, one time we were with a big group and the, the wife had not even approached you. And then I walked off. And the second I walked off, she was like, can I fuck you? Yeah. And you came and asked. And I was like, no. <laughs> Which I 
was a little bitchy, but I didn't like the way that she waited for me to walk off. Right. I thought that was very disrespectful. Right. So, and it can be, yeah, like you said, maybe, you know, that's a little bit, that's super aggressive there, but maybe it's just you go to the bathroom and you come back and there's this girl sitting on the couch with me or touching my leg yeah. or like being super flirty. You'd be like, Who's why did bitch? you wait until I left? Until <laughs> right. That just yeah. gives a weird vibe for it anybody. Does. Yeah. It does. So yeah. I think we we should, you know, mention that it can be, yeah, no, can be their sex. Uh, it's, it's easy to pick on the single males, but you're 100% right. It's the single females can – and you don't even have to be a single female. Your husband could – you could be a hot wife and maybe your husband's in the corner watching, but I don't know that coming out. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, so one are, what are some other – so if you're going to approach a couple and talk to them, like what, what do you talk about? Like what do you bring up? Like how, how do we do this? What's the etiquette there? Well, it's not like picking up a girl at a bar. <laughs> I mean like – it's you, not? Well, I mean, not really. I right. don't think. I mean, I think you need to, you know, like your husband, the husband should be right there too or the or the wife, vice versa. I mean, I think you have to, how do you do it? I don't know. I'm no, not good I think, at this. I think, I think you're, what you just said is kind of important, right? It's not like being a single guy at the bar. And I think maybe that's where single guys get it wrong, right? It's because this is a ty- a different type of environment, right? Or couples. Uh, I mean, we need to right, think about If you're a single couples. guy at the bar, you're going to go up to a girl. You're going to compliment her. You're going to, you know, you're going to buy her a drink. Yeah. You're not worried about the husband. Um, you know, so I think guys in general tend to try to, you know, we're used to what we did in high school or in college and that's how we tend to want to engage and approach uh, women. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't do that when it's a coupled situation. You have yeah. to, you have to remember there's two parties there and you have to, you have to show respect for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So w- once you do approach, what, what are we, what are we talking about here? Like, so I come up to you, I say, Hey, uh, nice to meet you. My name's Dan. Nice to meet but you. What if you're a couple? Your beautiful. I feel like we're forgetting about couples. Okay. What about you? Okay. What do you mean? What about so like couples? if we walk up to a couple, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to say hello to the wife mm-hmm. and of course compliment her. Compliments are always good. Compliment. You know, you're so beautiful. I love your hair. This is my husband, Dan. Um, is this the first time y'all have ever been here? Right. I mean, that's pretty cliche, but you know, it's, it's something you say. Do y'all come here often? Okay. What do you avoid talking about? Politics, religion. <laughs> Those are the two big ones. Two, uh, kids. You don't usually ask about like jobs or yeah. You know, sometimes kids come up because it just naturally does come up, but that's mm-hmm. probably something that you don't want to lead with. You want to let them uh, offer that to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, religion and politics are definitely stuff that doesn't usually happen. Yeah, your job. Most people don't ask what you do for a living. If somebody offers it, that's more than fine. Um, but you don't typically just come out the gate and ask, and you also don't ask. Like, where exactly you're from? Like, are y'all, do y'all live around here? Might be like a good question or, um, you you just don't want to say like, what state do you live in? What city? You know, you want to keep things because a lot of swingers are very, very private. And if you start asking questions, it makes them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. They might want to withdraw. Yeah. So just keep it very light and airy and fresh. I mean, think the way I think about it is you're not taking these people home. You're not dating these people. You're just really there to have a fun time. And it's, it's almost refreshing to walk into a place and not care who people voted for or what they do for a living or what kind of car they drove. Like none of that is important. And that's very refreshing. Right. So a lot of the conversations will start around, like you said, clothes or outfits or hair or shoes or, uh, you know, you name it. Um, and then it's like, well, how long have you been in the lifestyle? Yeah, the life, the like, what's your lifestyle journey kind of is a big mm-hmm. thing. It kind of, well, one, it gives you some good information. You find out, are they soft swap? Are they new? Have they been doing this for a long? Do they play separate? All of those questions can kind of be answered. And if they don't, answer it you can that's a great opportunity to ask those questions mm-hmm. and then it's a lot of like oh have you ever been to hito or have you ever you know like kind of mm-hmm. digging a little deeper into that and then you know then the next kind of step is oh what what are you guys into like yeah which is really important what are you into and what are your boundaries are very important because like for you and i the times that we've had people cross our boundaries is when we have not communicated our boundaries to them yeah okay so what about touching right if i come up to a, a girl can i give her a hug and say oh hi consent you're beautiful. is key you should always ask if you can hug which is different i've something i've had to learn personally because i think i'm like a cute girl and everybody wants to hug me but i've had to learn in the lifestyle that consent is key and you like you have to say may i hug you right um may i touch you um 
And and even looking at the husband or the wife while you're asking, you know, like you're getting kind of both of their consent. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, 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 you know, that, that travels through play. But, you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, is it OK if I hug you or kiss you? And then maybe even if she's like, yes, it's like. You look at the husband and say, oh, is it okay? Would it be okay with you if I kiss your wife, yeah. you know, and kind of. Yeah, I mean, even to playtime, I mean, I try really, really hard that if if I'm about to play with a husband, I look at the wife and say, Do, is this okay? Is this, you know, even though he's giving me consent, I also want to make sure that she is giving consent as well. Right. So in a, a very common etiquette mistake is just because you're in a sexually charged environment Right. You don't go up to somebody on the dance floor and grab their ass or spank their ass mm-hmm. or lick their ass or yeah. um, put your finger in their <laughs> You know, grab a tit like that. Yeah. Know, some people, I don't know if they're new or they don't understand the rules, but they think because they're in that space that in they're in a swingers club, all those things are okay to and do. And I get it because I, this is something that I again struggle with because especially like with close friends and stuff, I forget that. But I've really, really made it a point to work on this and stop. I think a lot of older swingers that have been in the lifestyle for a long time, that this is kind of what they did. But as younger, a different generation of swingers, we're really trying to change that. Like consent is key in every single, every single aspect of the lifestyle. No, I agree. Um, and then, you know, I have a note here that says, don't take offense to rejection. Oh, it's hard though. Couples are going to approach you. They're going to try to talk to you. You know, you might ask a couple if they want to go back to a playroom or something like that. And at some point in time, somebody's going to tell you no. Yeah. Um, and it's really that, that can be difficult to Mm -hmm. deal with, but also at the same time, I would say, especially in a swinger club or, you know, some kind of environment like that. It's pretty common and normal to be rejected. Or, it's you know, okay to be rejected. There could rejected. be a thousand different reasons on why somebody's rejecting you. I mean, it could and they be, have nothing to do right. with you. The wife could be, it could be that time of the month for her or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but and they just wanted to come out and have some sexy fun. Right. You know, yeah, there's so many, and she, maybe she doesn't want to tell you that. Uh-huh. Um, there's so many reasons to reject someone or be rejected, and it's hard on both sides of it. Um, but you have to handle it with grace. Which sometimes is hard. Sometimes we, I mean, it's hard to be rejected. It's not fun ever, especially not when you're a grown up, but and you're in a swingers club and everybody just wants to have naughty fun. I could not agree with that more. Okay. So we've kind of talked about how to talk to couples, how to approach couples. All right. Say we do all that and it goes well. And now we find ourselves in a playroom with a couple, right? Which is Mm -hmm. really. I think most of our goal, right? If we're going to one of these events, you know, especially once we do it a few times, at some point in time, our goal is to end up in a play space with another couple. Yeah. What are some of the uh, etiquette rules that apply to that type of environment? Well, no means no, always. No does not mean maybe. Um, how many? I mean, like I can think of, we were at Naughty in New Orleans and a gentleman sat or asked me if he could sit on the bed and I said no. And he like, Asked a couple of times. And I was like, no, you cannot sit on the bed. He finally got it. But you shouldn't have to say it more than once. No means no, always. Okay. Um, I think another um, good etiquette practice is to, you know, when you get to a play space, whether that's with four of you or six of you or eight of you or ten of you, is to really sit down and have that discussion about rules and boundaries with everybody prior to play. And that's hard because it's like the hot and heavy time. We just want to like jump in. But you're really, really good about that. And you've gotten better about it as we've, you know, had this podcast and got deeper into lifestyle. You'll be like, hey, everybody, let's stop. Let's talk about our rules and boundaries. And it takes like 30 seconds, you know, and everybody can quickly say, we're good with this. We're not good with this. And I think really we've had a couple of friends in the last year that were soft swap. Mm-hmm. And so we knew that they were and we wanted to be respectful of that. So right, we want to make sure everybody, if we know, you know, our friends are a soft, uh, swap, a soft swap couple, yeah. we want to make sure if we bring them into an orgy type situation that everybody else in that room understands that that's a boundary for theirs. Yeah. So it's kind of like forced us to get better at that mm-hmm. because we want to be respectful of them. So I think that's really important. And like I said earlier, 
the times that we haven't done stuff like that is when someone's crossed something that it's it's our fault. It's not their fault. It's our fault because we did not stop and say, this is okay. This is not okay. This is what we want to do. This is not what we want to do. Yeah. And so I've, I've heard this referenced as like the circle of consent or, or something like, you know, whatever rule you want to pl- apply. And I've heard other you know, podcasters and swingers and, and lifestyle people talk about this, you know. Uh, so what this looks like is you you get to a playroom with whoever, you know, you've invited to that playroom. You, you stop. You either, you know, kind of all sit on the edge of the bed or, you know, sit on the bed, jump on the bed, stand around in a circle, whatever it looks like. And you go around the room and you and you say, OK, before we get started, let's talk about everybody's rules and boundaries. Mm-hmm. And some people even like mix it up. OK, give me your rules and boundaries and then. One fantasy that you've or something you've never done. I'm trying, done. To, <laughs> I'm trying to like, get it let's in. Get through this. Trying well, to get it in. If there's ten people, maybe that's too much. But yeah, if there's it's four. also kind of a fun idea. Is like, oh, throw out one fantasy you have because that could get people's. You know, if I said, oh, I'd really like to have four women squirt on me at the same time. You know, like yeah, that could be like, oh, you can well, make that's those hot. Like, well, let's try that. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, it is a good way to kind of throw ideas out there. Well, and I've also heard of people doing that and saying who they're comfortable sleeping with and who they're not. And I don't like that. Right. Yeah, that's hard. It, it's hard to publicly announce that in front of everybody. I think as a general rule for us, what's worked better is, you know, just throw out there before you do touch anybody. Like we've all, t- you know, we've all set our rules and boundaries. But that still means before you touch somebody, you ask for consent from Correct. that person. Correct. And then that ju- gives them an individual chance to to Yeah, because just because, let's say, there's six people in a room, that does not mean that I will am willing to sleep with every single right. one of you. Before, Even though I said I'm a full swap person, right? Correct. So before anyone touches me and I touch anyone, I'm going to ask for consent. Right. And it is okay to say no. And I've done it. I've right. said, I'm okay right now. Or, you know, I've gotten no, a thank you, no or, thank you. Or I'm saying, I just need a minute. You know, like I need to get a sip of water. And sometimes I really do need a water. And sometimes I'm just excusing myself for a minute because maybe I'm not into that at that moment. So I'll like stand, you know, and maybe catch my breath, take a drink of water, and then put myself back to where I want to be. And I think a lot of people are afraid of group play because of that. They feel like if you're in there, you have to be with everyone in there. And that is not the case. And if you're with a group that makes you feel that way, you need to find a new group. Very, very important. Yeah. And I think as we're talking about this, I'm like, man, I need to make sure we bring all this stuff up. And mm-hmm. when we get in those situations and settings yeah. m- more often, mm-hmm. uh, we're getting better, like you said. But I think, you know, one person just stepping up and kind of laying that out, laying those ground rules out, I think puts the whole room at ease yeah. in those situations. No, it does. Okay. The next thing is once you've discussed those boundaries and rules, um, once the play starts, you have to respect those rules and yeah. boundaries throughout that play session, right? Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but we've seen it happen where somebody will say, you know, I'm only soft swap or I'm only or, you know, like and somebody's are, trying, are required yeah. or whatever the thing may be. And then as play starts, somebody acts like they forgot the person said yeah. that and tries to do something that's against their rule mm-hmm. or, or boundary. Don't don't be that guy. Like, yeah. or, or, girl. or girl. Right. Yeah. Um, if they said very clearly laid out the rules and boundaries and you don't follow like that, that's a good way to get not invited to another place ever, ever yeah. again. Um, not to mention you should really get like kicked out of the place if that's, yeah. if you're, if you're purposely, you know, doing that. Yeah. I haven't seen that happen much like where somebody no, just blatantly. one or two times. But, but yeah. it does happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's, unfortunately it could be alcohol. It could be a lot of reasons. Yeah. But. Just horned up, ready to get it on. <laughs> All right. Another common etiquette thing when it comes to protection is change condoms with every partner. Yeah, I don't understand why people don't get that. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. I guess I have seen it where yeah, co- I've seen somebody it. puts on a condom and then has sex with I four people. I just think you you know there's a little alcohol involved, and then you're excited. And men also don't like really wearing condoms for the most part, so having to take one off and put it back on can affect your erection. So I do get it. But, like, we were at a party not long ago, and I swear we went through, like, the whole huge value pack of condoms. Right, the family pack. It's the non-family pack. <laughs> <laughs> but, listen, guys, it's so much easier to go buy another pack of condoms or change it out than it is to pay 18 years of child support or possibly infect someone or what. Or you just don't know. It's not worth it. Change the damn condom. Right. Well, <laughs> if you don't change it, it's almost like not wearing it yeah. because you're you're spreading all of the the things. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know if people just don't understand that, but mm-hmm. it's it's you're not just protecting people from you. You're protecting. You don't want to spread things from one person to another either. Um, so yeah, you definitely have to change condoms. Yeah, so that's that's a very good etiquette um, rule. And yeah, like you said, you can go through some condoms in some of these situations. We've definitely um, have supplied. Uh, there's a need out there for that mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that uh, service. Yeah. Um, okay, what else? Pay attention to body language. This is such a an important one, I think. Um, you know, in a swinger situation, you do have to have a connection with the person you're engaging with and pay attention to the, the, the way they're responding to the things you are doing. Yeah. Uh, And I'm going to be honest as we've like done this journey together and even before I've really found my voice, you know, mm -hmm. I am comfortable saying no now and I'm comfortable saying not right this minute or I'm okay, but it took me a little while to get there. There was a lot of times that I probably said yes when deep down I probably meant no, or sometimes, I'm not going to say a lot, maybe a few times, but I've had to learn that. So I think it's important for us to watch the other person and their body language because if they're saying yes, but their body is saying no, or they look uncomfortable or feeling, you know, I just think we just need to recognize that. Well, I even think, you know, not even a consent thing, but it could be something as simple as, you know, I've experienced it a lot. If if I'm going too hard yeah. or too deep mm-hmm. or, you know, that person can react to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, I think we've all seen that guy that just wants to go in there and jackhammer people. Yeah. And the girl just looks super uncomfortable. And it's like, wait, she's not enjoying that. Like, yeah. you know, like. Um, or looking up at her husband while you're doing it. And maybe he looks uncomfortable. Right. And maybe she doesn't know because she's in bliss. Yeah. You know, maybe that's the time to like, hey, go check on, you know, go check on your husband or, you know, or something like that. So we just, I think it's just important. We're we're That's having so point, much yeah. fun, you know, in the moment. Sometimes it's hard to like pause and like look around and think about it. But it is very important, especially like partner to partner. You know, if you look at me and I make eye contact with you and I'm like, you know immediately that something is right. wrong. I can tell you with my eyes um, that something is wrong. So I just think like partners should definitely be aware of each other, but we also need to be aware of our friends and what's going on i i think that's 100 percent right it kind of shows how this is like you know i've always said like swinging is like like it's like the master level of sex right because like you're saying is i'm you know i'm having sex with this girl and i have to pay <laughs> attention to her and her body language and, and her needs and desires but then i also have to be aware of you yeah and what you're doing <laughs> your needs and desires and body language so not as hard as it and then i also seem. have to watch her partner we to see if glance. he's having issues or problems and what his body language is <laughs> and what his you know yeah uh, reactions are and then if there's more than you know and then if there's more people then there's more people that are involved and then you in also have to enjoy yourself and then i'm trying to also have a good time which i always have you a good also time, may but. have somebody on your face at the same time <laughs> two hands what well, you know <laughs> all the places <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think with that, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break and hear from the partners and sponsors of the Swing Nation podcast. Okay. And then when we get up back, we're going to talk about uh, some more etiquette stuff. Okay. We'll All be right. right back. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll Bye. be right back. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks, but you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger. That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on and it delays the time that you orgasm so you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of. And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of and Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that. Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code TSN for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com. 
The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. All right, guys, welcome back. We're back. We hope you enjoyed our commercial break mm-hmm. with our wonderful sponsors. Yeah. So All right. What? I was going to say, let's get right back into let's it. Let's get back into it. All right. So next etiquette thing I want to talk about. All right. So we just talked about play sessions and how you deal with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, did, we didn't finish that. I have one more thing to say about when you're playing with each other. Oh, okay. Well, and I forgot to say it. Just throw it in. Let's go. Um, what about finishing? Oh, that's a big one. When you're playing with, with couples and you're going to finish, what what's the rules on that? Well, first, let's talk about if you don't finish. Okay. Because I think that's important. A All lot right. of guys in the lifestyle don't finish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually more common for me, for men to not finish mm-hmm. than to finish. I would agree with that. I think it's more common for men not to or, you know, orgasm during mm-hmm. swinger intercourse than it is for them, too. One, there is ill-eat eating medication. You're drinking. It's late. You're nervous. Um, and there's a lot going on. So it's kind of hard to, like, concentrate. Mm-hmm. It depends on the guy, though. I know some guys that that finish every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there's other guys that just don't. Um, so it's okay if, like, for females, it's a really okay if the male does not finish with you. Like, because I can, I can see right. how some, some people, people will that get that. Hurt their ego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's really okay, like, for you, like, you just very rarely finish. So, if a girl is really, really trying for that, she's probably going to struggle getting that. Yeah. Okay. So, now what was the second part? Uh, so, I was the, the, the thing I wanted to bring up mm-hmm. is, as a general etiquette rule, before you do finish, you let the person you're engaging with know that it's going to happen. Correct. And I think this can apply to both males and females, specifically for females if you are a squirter. If yeah. You, if you, you know. If I don't <laughs> announce that, though, typically. You don't? No, it just goes. It's just, maybe well, I, I need to work I've on that. I've heard you say, like, I'm going to squirt or, you know, yeah. I think I'm going to squirt or you're going to yeah. make me squirt. Like, those kind of words come out of your mouth. Okay. So pretty I'm, often. Oh, okay. But I still probably need to work on that based on what you're saying. Right. Well, no, what I'm saying is, you know, just like you probably wouldn't want somebody to come in your mouth without letting you know that's going to happen you definitely would not want that. oh i would punch them straight in the balls <laughs> just if you know if you're listening to this and you play with me Lacey's not a big fan of coming if in you mouth come in or my face mouth. or in the, anywhere in that general area yeah um but similar to that some guys might not like it for you to squirt in their mouth or face or correct um i personally love it and please mm-hmm. do that to me if you're you know listening and you're mm-hmm. somebody that we we engage with uh but some guys might not like that yeah um maybe and some guys might not like Squirt other places. Uh, yeah. So just say, um, for men, you obviously have a condom on. We always do. I mean, mm-hmm. I would yeah. assume right. most people in the lifestyle do have a condom on. At least I hope so. But for our play, we do. Um, there's been times where, like, the husband, like, come on her. And uh-huh. by the time you, like, pull it out, get the condom off, it kind of messes it up. Right. But I think that is hot. Right. In the lifestyle. I think another reason, and I kind of have this in the notes here, mm-hmm. another reason to announce that is people, sometimes the partner wants to see it, mm-hmm. right? Like if if you're about to squirt, maybe I want to be like, oh, let me watch this. Or mm-hmm. if if the guy's about to come on your tits or, you know, like maybe I want to see that. You know what I mean? So like letting people know there's about something sexy is about to happen is not necessarily. So you're giving 
the person a fair warning, but you're also kind of telling other people in the room like, oh, this thing is about to happen and you might want to yeah. you might want to watch it. Look this way. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I think that's hot. So like if you are finishing, I like for you to know. Right. You Please. definitely you like to know. And I don't you know, it used to be you didn't really like me finishing with other people. I think now it's just you want to see or you want to um, yeah, I have mixed emotions. That is a personal, like, so personally, we do not have that boundary uh-huh. that you can't come with anyone. Um, I, I tend to like for you to wait for me. I feel like it's kind of part you of like, like the reconnection. The reconnection. Generally, okay, so part of that is if I come when we swing, we don't usually have sex after that. Because Dan's like a. I'm done. I'm yeah, a, you're done. Especially if it's been like a night of sex, yeah. like a long night of sex. Sometimes, you know, it can still happen, but. Yeah. Um, so I do really enjoy that reconnection, um, if you haven't come, but there's also times that it's like 2 a.m. <laughs> and I'm would just rather. like, just do it. <laughs> cause so, I'm tired. Cause I'm tired. We can just go to bed after this. I mean, I don't have to do it yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. But I do like to know. And usually we can just like make eye contact and I'll like give him a little nod or something. And, but now like me on the other hand, I can finish a lot of times. So all the time. All the time. I don't so. know if there is a limit to that. <laughs> so far, there hasn't been. So that would be a very hard situation for me to like kind of look at you each time. All right. So I think that's finishing mm-hmm. orgasm etiquette in the lifestyle. I think we covered that. Yeah. All right. I'm glad we didn't miss that. All right. So now, what's the etiquette for the day after? Like you send them flowers and thank you and can't wait chocolates and I can't wait to um, see you again. Well, uh, you don't need to be clingy. <laughs> But I also think you, you know, it's kind of like this weird thing when you go on a first date with someone, right? right. You don't want to text them like immediately after, <laughs> but you don't want to wait like three days. So like when do, when's that sweet spot? And I mean, it really just depends on the couple. Like I would like to hear from the couple the next day. Like, hey, we had a really good time with y'all last night. I hope to do it again. But like, and that's, and that's enough for me. Right. But Not- I, I know all couples are different. But all I couples think, are different, yeah. You know, I think following up and hearing from you is important, but I don't think being – you just don't need to be too much. <laughs> but, There's that final – I think, right, that the proper etiquette is what you said. Send a text or a message or, you know, if you're if you're only exchanging over SLS or SDC, maybe send a message. If you're texting or in some kind of group messenger in that group chat, send a message and say, hey, guys, just wanted to say we had a great time last night. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. You know, you made me, it, was, it was so hot when this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, hope we can do it again sometime. Let us know if you're going to be back in the area or, you know, yeah. maybe, you know, let us know when your next free weekend without kids is, whatever the case may be. Um, and, you know, we hope to do it again. That That's the normal. That's a good, you know, yeah. makes them feel good. You let them know that you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, because if I didn't hear from you at all, I would think maybe we didn't, maybe <laughs> maybe we we didn't do up. a good job. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to be the, you don't need to now text us every five minutes just because we had sex with each other. Correct. Right. Like yeah. we're not automatically, I mean, if we are BFFs, that's great. But I yeah. don't think that automatically makes us where we need to text 20, 50 times a day and Check on what we ate for dinner and what we... Yeah, because we're swingers. We're not polyamorous. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with being poly. I, we fully support... There might be some polyamorous people that don't want that either, but yeah. But yeah, but we are very much in this for like the physical and the friendship, but mm-hmm. we just don't... We're not trying to like... Right. Be a part of your life every day. Yeah. And we do have a few couples that we talk to quite often and but that's and that's great, but yeah. not everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's about it, right? Anything else on following up with with couples? No. When should they leave the couple's house after they get finished? That's a good. That's a good thing we didn't talk. about. You might about. want to check in, right? So, like, if you're like, you know, the night before, if if they're getting up and they have to go, you need to get up and go. You don't want to stay there all day. Yeah, and some people are like, "What happens when you finish? Do you just like you leave?" But you, I mean, like, if you're staying the night, then yeah, you just go to your room and right. stay the night. But like. If you're in a different hotel room within the same hotel, you know, like you don't rush out as soon as you're finished, but you don't, you don't hang around for a few hours either. (laughs) You know, I mean, you just kind of like hang out for a bit. Chit chat, talk for a little bit, give it an hour, you know, 30 minutes, an hour, and then say, okay, we're tired. We're going to head to bed. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. Yeah. Right. You don't want to stay, like if if you finish fucking, you don't need to stay there for four hours and chit chat. Um, Yeah. Unless like you're staying in the room that night because you're splitting a hotel room or something. but. 
other than that, you know, give it 30 minutes, give it maybe an hour. Uh, you know, we've cuddled with a few couples after and kind of hung yeah. there and just kind of drank water and kind of, you know. Just be, again, listen to body language. If they're <laughs> like, oh, I'm so tired. Okay, that's your cue. <laughs> to leave, so yeah. just, you know, just be respectful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what else do we need to talk about etiquette on? All right. So we've talked about all that. Let's talk about some other general swinger lifestyle etiquette stuff. All right. Um, say you're attending a, a party and this is a free party, kind of maybe like a house party mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so if we get invited to a house party, mm-hmm. what's the etiquette? Do I, do we bring something? Do it depends. I- so like we've been to some that they'll put out their Venmo so you can kind of cover costs and, you know, we always try to give because that's super nice of them to open their home. Um, you want to bring your own alcohol. You right. don't want to freeload off of their stuff. Um, we've usually bring a gift of some sort, whether it be alcohol, whatever, you know, something you can order a swinger shirt from Amazon or something, just something simple. It doesn't need to be anything, you know, a bottle of wine, bottle of vodka, something like that. Right. Yeah. I, so I think if you're going to a free party or an event, um, there's a host couple. It's almost like going to dinner at somebody's house. You want to bring, yeah, like mm-hmm. a bottle of wine or maybe some chocolate or uh, I don't know, a snack tray or you know something to kind of to give to them. Uh, like you said, some part some couples who host parties often do put out their Venmo or Cash App or something mm-hmm. like that so that you can contribute because there there is you know an absorbent amount of cost that mm-hmm. they you know a lot of times they're buying balloons and decorations yeah you just want to be respectful of them and their time and their money you know bring a snack bring us some alcohol just you know just chip in somewhere now i will say if if this you know if this host couple is providing the venue really respecting that venue is another huge because it's probably their house you know treat it the way that you would like to be treated we went to a house party not long ago we didn't talk about this in the podcast, but somebody had used the room prior to us, and we went in there, and there was used condoms. Right, yeah. If you're playing like, in somebody's bullshit. house, and it's the room they sleep in, or yeah. you know, maybe a guest room or something like that, don't leave condoms everywhere. Don't leave trash. Mm-hmm. You know, generally at the end of the night, help them clean up the food and yeah. alcohol. You know, like be respectful, be a decent human being. Yeah, uh, that's that's the good etiquette. Mm-hmm. And I think there, I wish there was more of that. I think there are people that don't get that for yeah. whatever reason. Um, okay. That's how you get, don't get invited back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What about paid parties, right? If we're going to a club or a hotel takeover or, or something like that, is there etiquette to those kind of events? I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, you need to be respectful of the employees that they have there, first of all. You know, if a security guard tells you to not do something, just don't do it. Um, you're just, you know, take care of the the venue itself. Pick up after yourself. Same thing. I mean, it's all the same. Yeah. I think another thing for – I don't think it matters if it's a paid event or a free event. Don't cancel last minute or not show up because um, oftentimes there's a wait list to go to these things, mm-hmm. especially, you know, like – Maybe they can only invite 20 couples, right? And you got invited. And then if you don't show and you don't tell them or you wait till like an hour before to tell mm-hmm. them that you can't make it, there's likely another couple that could have went in in, in that spot. Yeah. Uh, and you, you essentially wasted it because you were, you know, you waited till the last minute to tell them. Yeah. Now, obviously, if there's an emergency or something like that, those stuff happens. But don't don't be that no-show couple. Yeah. Uh, yes, respecting staff, right? So mm-hmm. if you go to a hotel takeover party, they're going to, you know, a lot of these or, or even a club, a lot of them have like bartenders mm-hmm. and the bartenders are working for tips and they're not even serving alcohol. They're just serving mixers and stuff like that. Yeah. Don't harass them. Tip them well. Mm-hmm. Treat them good. Like you said, there's security guards probably standing out front or, you know, making sure people aren't smoking or aren't making sure people aren't walking out uh, side naked and stuff like that. Like, be respectful of those security guards. Yeah. Follow the rules. What they're, you know, if they're telling you you can't bring alcohol into this area because that area has a liquor license, like don't be trying to sneak stuff past yeah. them. Like just be kind and courteous. Mm-hmm. Um, venues are another huge thing for the, you know, we we uh, you know now we attend and throw events and stuff like that. Um, it's hard to get a venue for a swingers event because swingers will. They can make a mess. They can, you know, they right. have a bad name. And some we're of it's tra- the stigma of people some don't want to have is. sex parties at their But their some venues. people leave condoms around right. and, and drinks right. and break bottles and tear up stuff. So let's just not be part of the problem. You know, let's right. change the stigma. Right. And as somebody that throws events, that we host events, it, it is, you know, 
you put a lot of energy and work into getting these venues and spaces and working with club owners and working with resorts and, and having a rapport with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need your members to uphold that. that. Yeah. And if they don't handle themselves well, you can quickly, you can lose a space and not be yeah. able to host parties there. Mm-hmm. I will say, you know, another thing, there's not, I think people think when you're organizing events, you're making tons of money off that. It's, it's not that case, right? Mm-mm. Mostly people throw events because they want, they're the lifestyle com- people. Right. Yeah. They want to be able to have a community come together and, and engage with each other. And they want to provide a safe space to do that. And are they going to be, are they making some money? I hope they are. Right. But th- there's very slim margins and, uh, to make profitable events happen. And yeah. so, you know, anything that you can do to help that and help facilitate that, um, please do it and be respectful of all those places. I agree. And if you, if you have to buy, you know, pay to clean glass out of a hot tub or, you know, who knows all these things that could happen. Um, you know, it could, it could be, it could go bad real quick. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about some other things. Uh, what about, all right, if we are attending an event mm-hmm. and we're watching a couple do stuff. Which a lot of people do. Right. A lot of people Can, just is go. Is that okay? Can you watch people? Oh, yeah. You can totally watch people. That is like a whole thing where people just go to swinger parties just so they could watch and get all turned on and then go home and. And fuck stuff. each other. Yeah. Right. So first of all, you want to keep like a respectable distance. You don't want to be on, you know, you, you don't want to sit super close to someone where you're basically touching them, especially if you're just watching and you're not wanting to participate, you know, stand in the doorway, sit on a couch, you know, kind of close, but not on top of them. Definitely just maintain your distance a little. All right. What What is roughly, what's a respectable distance, you think? I mean, like probably COVID, six foot. I mean. Right. I mean, if it's a tight club and there's a lot of people, maybe that's not possible. So obviously you have to go with what you got. But I just don't feel like there's any need to like crowd anybody. If they're trying to have fun, you don't they don't want you on top right. of them. You, you essentially want to stay out of arm's reach of yeah. them, right? If you're within arm's reach of a couple, you're in their play space. Like yeah. you're you're in their scene. You're you're part of their thing. Mm-hmm. And unless they invited you to be in it or asked you to join or you asked them to join that's too close, yeah. right? You should be at least an arm's distance away. Like you said, maybe six feet away, depending on the play space. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've had it happen several times where we're playing on a bed or playing like, you know, in the chair, a trapeze. And somebody will come up and like stand, like you're in the chair and they're standing like almost touching you, like legs yeah. up against you. And like, and that's just creepy and yeah. weird and uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And, and it's, we love being watched. Like yeah. we enjoy being watched, like generally enjoy being watched. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming up to where like, if you get hard, your dick's in my mouth. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're that's too, too close. close. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're way too close. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that happens sometimes, it right? Does, yeah. and it does, Okay, if there's a bed, generally speaking, you don't get on that bed mm-hmm. unless you've been invited. Right? Correct, yes. So if you're coming up and sitting next to a couple while they're engaging and you weren't invited to be on that bed, you're you're violating their, their space. Yeah, and I've even had, like, women will reach out and, like, touch me like they're not being like they're not touching my privates or anything like that they she she may just like stroke my back like she doesn't want to and she doesn't want to join but she's still like it's like i know they're there and i don't think that's appropriate if a couple is you know having sex you don't walk up to one and start rubbing on them Unless you've asked to do that yeah. or you have a, Again, asked to consent. join. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 100%. Um, another thing I'll say is don't be distracting. Yeah. Um, it's often we're like a couple, it's even happened to us, we're, we're in a playroom. People will come in. I think you're coming in to watch, but then they're in there standing and talking and laughing and yeah. talking about the weather or talking about the football game that was mm-hmm. on earlier that day. Like, we're trying to do a thing here. Like we're trying to have fun. <laughs> we're trying to be sexy. Yeah. You don't come in and talking loud about you know whatever. Yeah. Sports. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's very dis- that's distracting to us. Yeah. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. If you want to talk about sports, go out into the club area and talk about sports. Yeah. Not in the playroom while we're trying to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. Uh, another thing that if you're a watcher. Don't try to direct. Don't tell them what to do. Yeah. Like, um, don't say, like, spanker. <laughs> yeah. Don't spa- fucker harder. No, get on top. Or, like, mm-hmm. you're not the, this is not a live action, you know, uh, <laughs> porn yeah. set. Like, uh, we're doing what we want to do. You're welcome to watch, but you're not telling us. So, how- basically, you just need to stay back and stay quiet right. and just enjoy the show. 100%. Yeah. That's the proper etiquette mm-hmm. is stay back, stay quiet, 
enjoy the show. Yeah. And if you want to ask to do something, ask. But yeah, but that's it. Yeah, and that's usually um, somebody will say, "May I join? May I sit here? May?" And that's when you have to say no, thank you, or yes, or um, and you know, and you can even have them get on the bed and not wanting to play with them. You can say, "You're welcome to be on the bed, but we're just playing by ourselves," or something like yeah, that. Sure. You know, you just have to be. Um, you have to be direct and honest with them. Yeah, I think, you know, we're talking general etiquette stuff, but there, there are times where we've been in play space where bed space is very, very, very limited. Yeah. So couples cramming into a space and maybe being within that bubble of each other kind of because there's you have to be in order to find place to spe- uh, a space to play yourself. Mm-hmm. Th- that kind of stuff that happens. But still ask. Say, hey, you know, we're not trying to jump in your thing here, but there's not much space. Do you mind yeah. if we play right here? You know, and Correct. most couples say, yeah, absolutely. They'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about the etiquette for declining people if they approach you? Is there a proper way to decline? Yeah. I think you need to be respectful, first of all. I, I think it's good policy to treat people how you would like to be treated. You know, I, I think just being kind is, is the most important part of it. Right. Yeah, and, and I think it's the best, you know, if somebody comes and says, hey, would you guys got like to go back to a playroom with us? Or, hey, can we join you? Um, I don't think you need to, like, come up with an excuse. No. Uh, I don't think you need to lie I to them. I think it's easy to want to come up with an excuse because <laughs> we don't want to hurt each other, you know? Right. So it's easy to be like, no, she's not feeling well. Right. Or And we've, let's be honest, we've all done it. But it's, you can say, no, we're okay right now. And you don't have to give an explanation. Right. Like, you don't. You just say, hey, no, thanks. You know, we're not, not right now. Or, you know, like, we're not interested. Thank you. you know? Yeah. Oh, you guys are beautiful. You know, you guys are a real sweet couple, but we're not interested right now. Yeah. Thank you. You know, something like that. That's fine. The problem with if, you know, like you said, a lot of us want to give an excuse or yeah. give a reason. The problem with that is if you say, oh, no, thank you, you know, I'm not feeling well tonight or we're not playing tonight or, oh, she's, you know, it's that time of month for her tonight. Mm-hmm. And then 10 minutes later, you're in a playroom with a different couple. Like, you just made them feel yeah, like shit. Like, it's did. obvious you're lying. and you. Well, and some people are like, we're not compatible. You remind me of my brother. <laughs> um, I've even heard of people being just downright mean right. to each other. And that's just not necessary. Like, imagine if that was you that someone had said, you know, I'm just not super attracted to you. That's, I mean, even though that's not necessarily me, but that's still, it just, it kind of stings. Right. I could ruin your night. Right. And what if that was that couple's first time ever there and they were finally there and they were finally ready to do it and then that's what someone told them. Right. You could fuck up their whole swinger journey by just one little sentence. Right. Yeah, so just a no thank you, I think yeah. is, you know, and even maybe a no thank you with a compliment. Like, oh, you guys are really sweet, but, uh, you know, no, no thank you. Yeah. Um, Or, you know, you're really beautiful, but, you know, no thank you. Yeah. Or, or not right now or something. And that's hard. Yeah. I know that's hard. It's hard for me. I just want everyone to like me and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So that's, that's something hard if, you, if you've been – with the same person for a long time and you're not real comfortable like letting people down like that, that can be hard. But I will say it does get a little easier the more times you do it. Right. But if you said something like, oh, you know, my wife is feeling sick tonight. We're not playing tonight. And then 10 minutes later, you're in a playroom with somebody else. They're like, going to be like, oh, yeah, you just because I'm fat. <laughs> yeah. It's because I'm ugly. It's right. because I wore this god awful dress. You know, I mean, you're going to come up with all the excuses. Right. So you're better off being direct. And, and that, that tends to work the best. Yeah. Uh, OK. What about we see this couple at the club, right? And we have a great time with them. Um, and then just so happens the next day we're at the baseball field or at the grocery store and we see that couple. Yeah. We run up to them. We give them a hug. We What do we what do? We do? No, we don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that? You just wait. But we just saw them at the club. We just, did we just sleep with them the night before? Yeah, we just, okay. we just fucked them. No, we don't do that. Um, <laughs> we, we don't. We be, you don't have to be weird. Like, you don't have to, like, run the opposite <laughs> direction. But you can be like, hey, how are y'all? Good to see you again. You know, in that, and just leave it at that. Uh-huh. Um, I think the less awkward you make it, the better. Right. What about if they're with, we see them and they have their kids there or they're with another couple or maybe it appears they're with family or what do do you do that? I just, I still the same for me personally. I just, I think that if you avoid it altogether, you make it like super weird. I'm just like, hey, if I see them like on the other side, I'm just like, hey, how are y'all? Right. 
You know, and just leave it at that. Like, don't make it a big thing, but don't make it weird either. Right. Yeah. You definitely want to be careful not to out people. Um, and there's also that, you know, like, you don't, <laughs> you could put them in a situation where they're having to come up with a quick lie or, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you, yeah, the quick, a little head nod, a little, hey, guys, yeah. a little, oh, hey, It nice doesn't to have you. to be a big thing. Right. Um, yeah. But don't try it. Don't run up, give them a hug. Don't, uh-uh. don't, don't say, oh, was, we had so much fun with the club with you guys. Like, you know. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> don't, don't do, do any, any of that. that. Yeah, don't uh, do any of that. Right. And it's always, you know, if you see somebody like that in, in public, you know, maybe later text them and say, hey, we saw you at the, yeah. you know, those guys see you guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you don't necessarily have to make a big scene. No, there. we are all professionals and respectful of each other. Let's just behave that way, you know. And the good thing about swingers is they're very discreet. I mean, I know that, like, you're like, okay, Lacey, you're on a podcast <laughs> so talking discreet. about it. But really and truly, we always have been before the podcast. Now everybody knows we're swingers. But we don't we don't out anybody that isn't already outed. Um, we're very protective of our friends that – choose and remain choose to remain um private so i just think that's really important i would agree that's good especially if like people know you're a swinger but people don't know that they're a swinger you probably need to be extra um careful right i didn't even think of that that's kind of a that's <laughs> like us maybe we should not wave or say maybe hi. maybe we should just walk by awkwardly maybe i don't because know we are so public. yeah less <laughs> is more let's just say that less is more <laughs> uh okay Okay. We talked about all kinds of etiquette things here today on the podcast. Is, is there anything, anything you can think of that we, maybe we missed? Some mm-hmm. etiquette stuff? Maybe it's on your list in front of you, like one or two more things. Hygiene. We Hygiene. get asked about that a lot. Um, people are like, what happens if you start going down on someone and they are smelly or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so... First of all, I am um, dancing and hugging and and flirting. So if somebody smells bad, I'm probably going to smell it before we get to that <laughs> situation. But um, let's just be respectful of each other. So first of all, let's shower. Let's <laughs> let's bring some deodorant in our if we're at a club, our club bag because some, a feminine wipe cleanup. Yeah, because it has some uh, feminine yeah, wipes or because some we, body wipes. We get sweaty. We are dancing. You know, we get nervous. So let's let's clean up ourselves. Let's make sure that we're handling that. But if you do get in a situation where somebody maybe isn't as fresh as you like. Just be respectful. Be kind. Move past it without making a scene. Yes, you can choose to not do the thing that you were thinking of doing um, because of that. You know, I just think there's ways to be kind and nice to each other without being like, damn, you smell. Right. (laughs) I agree. Don't say that. (laughs) Don't say, damn, you smell. Yeah. Um, There's ways. But first of all, let's just avoid all of that. Let's being clean. Let's taking deodorant. Let's do all the things. That's the more... The more proper etiquette is take Let's care. Take of care of ourselves. The thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. The only other thing I can think of is drinking. Yeah. Or any kind of you know some states now marijuana is legal. Yeah. Uh, you know what's the proper etiquette for alcohol? Just and, don't get sloppy. Substances. I, I do understand that like a drink or two takes the edge off, and that's fine. But there's a very fine line between a drink or two takes the edge off to your shit face because you walk the line of consent. Um, it's just not fun for anybody if you're a sloppy mess. So um, let's just be careful with our alcohol. Yeah. Let's be respectful. That's the proper etiquette. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, you know, and truthfully, over the years, we've declined playing with couples because of we their have. level of uh, alcohol intake. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they're slurring their words and they're, you know, it, it's just not a good look. Well, unfortunately, it's been, well, not unfortunately, but what, what's happened is a lot of times the female gets drunk and then the husband's more sober than the female is. And he's like, oh, yeah, we're good. Let's go play. Yeah. And, and he's like, like and she's the- consenting, but it's like, I, yes, she's consenting, but she's. I don't clearly, think she can consent right now. Yeah, she's clearly. You, know, you guys have a good night. We'll we'll see you tomorrow or see you next time. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, people that we really wanted to swing with. Yeah, people yeah. that we generally wanted to play with. Yeah, mm-hmm. this it's happened a few times now, mm-hmm. um, which is another. That's that's the right thing to do. If it you, is the right. If thing you to see do. somebody in a in a situation like that, mm-hmm. um, declining to 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 engage until they're can properly consent to things is the yeah. right thing. So like just hearing everything, like the things I'm hearing is be respectful, be kind, um, be cur- courteous of each other. If you can like do all of those things, you pretty much can nail everything that we've mentioned. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's all I have for, for consent or same. for, for uh, etiquette. Yeah. Same. 
All right. Anything else you want to what, – what do we got coming up uh, in the pipe? So we will be at Hedo May 13th through the 20th. We'll be at Hedo. We'll be at Splash Atlanta. This is not a Swinger Society event, but one that we enjoy going to, and a large group of people are going. It is the first week of June in Atlanta. You can book through SwingerStudy.net because we're affiliate with them. So that is there. Then Naughty in New Orleans, first week of July, which is just a f- super fun time. New Orleans is fun. You add 2,000 swingers. It's a blast. It's really like a swinger convention. So um, it, I, I highly suggest it for people wanting to go. Right. And we should be hosting a few parties at yeah. Naughty. Mm-hmm. Um, we might even host some parties at Splash or some of the pool party stuff at Splash. Yeah. Still went here back on that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're going to see us. You're going to see DJ Life of Spice mm-hmm. is coming to all these things. He's going to be DJing. Yeah. Um, it's going to be awesome. So busy next couple of months. Um, you can vote for us for the ASN Awards. Um, we'll have that linked in the show notes. Yeah, between us, Swinger Society, Alt Life Magazine, and DJ Life of Spice, I think we have like 10 nominations. It's more than that. 11, 10, 11, something like something that. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Out of like only like 15 categories. Yeah, the Discord, um, if you're not on our Discord, please join it. It's amazing. It's run by a group of amazing individuals. But between the Discord, I mean, we have Hump Day Quickies on there. We have us. We have Bang Bang Pineapple Gang. Yeah, um, Life uh, of Spice, Kylie, Sexy, sexy Swinger, Swinger Chick. Chick. I mean, there's a lot of of our group on those. But we would love your vote. We'll link it below um, in the show notes. But best content creator, best what all? Best podcast, best magazine for Alt Life Magazine. New business, supporting business. Yeah, all the things. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, Discord. We just hit twenty five thousand mm-hmm. people in the Discord, which is the largest single lifestyle chat room server, whatever you want to call it, that that I think exists out there in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and it's completely free. So if you're not part of it, I don't know what you're you're waiting for. Yeah, right? and Discord can be a little challenging, and I think it intimidates people. But we have some awesome individuals who put together a YouTube uh, video just for our Discord. It's on Swinger Society's YouTube page. So go check that out. Shout out to Joe. Thank you for helping make that for our group. Um, but it'll walk you through. It'll give you some behind the scenes. I will say it took me a while to get on the Discord um, train, but just keep at it. You'll figure it out. Right. If you're a modern day swinger, um Discord's where you want to be, I think. Yeah, and what's really cool is we have these chan- like these rooms. So whatever event is coming up, there is a room for that. So like right now, we have a Hedo room and everybody's chit-chatting. And then I've noticed that the Splash room is really starting to amp up. People are starting to chat. Even Secrets um, are takeover in September. People are already in there chatting, making plans. So if you really want to connect with the people that are going to the events, that's a really... Like, even if you're not sure about the rest of Discord, if you start there, I think that's an easy place to learn the rest. Yeah, and another thing worth noting, and then I'll let Discord go, because we, uh, but uh, there's even events that we're not, not Swinger Society events, are, are popping up. Um, users have an ability um, to, to, you know, put events, post events that they're attending. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, you know, the different clubs, um, Colette's, you know, there's almost every almost every weekend now there's a Colette group going. There was uh, a Red Room for red tonight. Red Room groups going all the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to get a group together to go to, to an event or, and, and talk and get to know people and chat and send pictures and all that stuff, uh, Discord's a great place for that. And it's completely free. So definitely go to our go to our bio, go to our links, and go check out Discord. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to share with the Swing Nation listeners out there? That's it for me. That's it for you. Mm-hmm. All right. I think with that, in a world full of apples, be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.